Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This week, Irrational Fear is brought to you by inaudible.com. Get any book you've ever wanted to hear slightly inaudibly. Uh, it might have been the, the complete works of Shakespeare as read by James Colley. For Or it might be the Bible as read by Jan Fran. Use the offer code IRRATIONALFEAR at inaudible.com to download your Inaudible book now. That's www. Hi and welcome to Irrational Fear. I can't even remember what number we're up to. It's not there's Three. no <laughs> there's no point in just just no point in counting it anymore. What's the point? We've done we've done a bajillion of these. By bajillion, I mean twenty something. Uh, and it's great to have uh, our fear mongers today. First up, all the way from SBS's The Feed, Jan Fran. Oh, so far I had to travel. Hello, Dan. Thanks for having me. Absolutely pleasure to have you here. And all the way from SBS's <laughs> comedy webpage, dare I say. From the back burner, James Cully. I live in a bin out the back, so... <laughs> it's still the same distance, so it, James. You yeah, know, it's nice to be in indirect sunlight, at least. <laughs> and my name is Dan Illick, the custodian of the, the, I guess, the traditional owner of Irrational Fear. Would that be too much? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Seems okay to me. Um, uh, James Cully, what's making you scared this week? Um, I'm terrified that I'm going to be the person sniped at next, because... Uh, Former Prime Minister and still current just rascally kid, uh, Tony Abbott, had promised no sniping, but boy did he head to the top of the clock tower and just let it fly like... Garfield on a Monday. For me, it's like Tony Abbott is going on some kind of never-ending John Farnham tour. Like he's just not—he's just not giving it up, is he? You got to play the hits. That's what they want to hear. You take him around for one last time. They want the encore. No one's leaving Billy Joel till Piano Man comes out. I, see, I don't think he's 
doing the hits? I do. I think he's doing like his second best song. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> gently, gently. I don't know. Here's the big he, finale. All people want to hear is you're the voice. Well, I was going to say all people want to hear is stop the boats. That's all they want to hear, and that will get it. They'll give that a standing ovation if if they play it again. But that's what this is. This is like um, this isn't the band coming back for their great reunion. This is the lead singer going off on his solo work after he was kicked out for being a dick. This yeah, is like this is like Terence Trent the Yeah, exactly. This is this is exactly what's going on, and it's just showing up and and essentially like when you appear on Ray Hadley and Neil Mitchell, what you're doing is crashing on a mate's couch in media sense. Yeah. The person who was like, "Look, yeah. I gave you a beer when you needed a beer like three years ago. Now I could really use a roof for an hour and maybe a voice of the Australian people." I do feel sorry for Tony Abbott. I mean, he has instituted a copay. As part of his uh, as part of his last plan, I know that's kind of been scrapped and gone by the wayside. But when you lose such a prominent job, you can't afford to actually pay for a clinical psychologist. And Ray Hadley is the next best option. <laughs> clearly, that's true. Uh, Ray uh, to. To be put in a room with Ray Hadley... You need a clinical psychologist. And a Bible. The thing about Tony Abbott is he brought his own Bible. He was just hoping to be able to read from it. He brought a copy of Battle Lines and was like, you know what, this is actually more accurate. Close enough to the Bible. <laughs> uh, I want to know who, where else is he going to go. I mean, he's just doing all the Macquarie uh, radio guys. Don't so. be glorious. Drop in on Q&A. Yeah. After all this yeah. time, be like, you know what? I'm on the desk and I'm going to run the Twitter feed. So let's do this. And quite frankly, it would be in Team Australia's interests. It would be so It would be so in everybody's good. interest. I'd like to see Tony Abbott on Q&A. And then I'd just like to see him do do the rounds. Go on Huey's cooking adventure. Help make a casserole. <laughs> I'd like to see him go on Ellen and do a dance. Oh, I that think would that, would, nice. that would be it. Uh, and then it'd be like, well, that was very enjoyable. I did enjoy Drake and Future's new track, but I still don't think you should marry. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, or he should host like Amonpour. Oh, right. oh, if that just Classic. becomes the track for That's former it. prime ministers now. Yeah, Ammon Paul, and then a stint on Mark Maron. That seems to get rid of all of your neurosis, Mark Maron. Are we good, man? Are we good? Uh, well, I stopped the boats. Uh, that's how good I am. It would be it would be amazing because it would be, that's the interview the Australian public needed 20 years ago, which is just, where's this pain coming from? What happened that led to this did because if we find out this is all down to in a gig in the 80s Marin pissed off if if only Tony Abbott went on Mark Marin a long time ago he would have worked out his pain in public uh, before he managed to become Prime Minister Um, what else what is new for Tony Abbott what's next for him do you think James Colley where do you think he's gonna what what do you think he's gonna end up will he seed uh, sow some seeds of discontent and try and roll for Prime Minister again I would. What I would love to happen, and I'm not sure if it will, but what I would love to happen is if he takes Tasmania. Like, if he just... What, he just takes the he, whole he, thing? He, he takes over Tasmania. He, like, shows how good his border policy is by seceding and blocking the Australian <laughs> Navy from taking it back. And then he doesn't just try and take the Liberal Party back. He uses Tasmania as a foothold to control the Southern Hemisphere. Well, that makes sense. I mean, that's just what Brigham Young did with Utah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Tony Abbott can study his own religion in Tasmania. Yeah. That yeah. would... And if anyone's going to buy it. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's already got the Bible. He's already got Battle Lines, doesn't he? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be. There beautiful. could be weekly readings from Battle Lines. Imagine him showing up on the spirit of Tasmania, having just delivered a sermon on the fleet itself, <laughs> and he lands like Che Guevara in Cuba, ready to take <laughs> over the place. Oh, that, that I think that's a, a dream. <laughs> 
that is a future that we can all look forward to. Jan, friend, what's making you scared this week in the media? Well, you know, I think this week it's my two biggest fears have combined. Space and the internet. <laughs> so, <laughs> space, terrifying. The internet, terrifying. Both Just, mostly black voids. Both, both huge black voids. Filled with monsters. Yeah, so... That's my life. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? But so today we, we launched that kind of huge satellite that flew out into orbit to get to get us the NBN. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. The um, uh, what's it uh, called? Uh, it's called uh, the fiber to the nova. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well done, fiber to the nova. Yeah, yeah, was go. that a joke you prepared earlier? That was my physics degree covered in. <laughs> First time it's been used. That was an excellent right. pun. That was yeah, a great. That was what I what well, I like to call a grade A pun. Well done. <laughs> Put me out of posture, I'm done. Mm, mm. So, sorry, just swinging back a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it, it happened today, and, it, and it's about the NBN, which is supposed to make the internet a lot faster. Yeah. And every time I think of like the internet getting faster, there's like there's this part of me that just loves it, but then there's this part of me that's like, oh my God, definitely everybody will see my nudes now. <laughs> <laughs> like, that will definitely happen, because I live in perpetual fear that that's going to happen. Also, right. the thing delaying it was the speed of the internet, that you get like, yeah, half, your shoulders you, load and everyone's like, oh, I can't have, be bothered. You have a buffer, right? <laughs> you sort of have this buffer. If you're looking uh, for Jan Franz news, just go to the notes in this podcast and we'll put the links there. And we'll spread them already. You know, it's best to get them out early, Jan Franz, yeah, for your, yeah. when you tilt at the Senate. For when I uh, become the, the, the Prime Minister. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I actually put out my first sex tape long before I had sex just to have it out there so a scandal couldn't break God I wish I'd thought of that 20 years ago Uh, yeah so that's so you know these two are kind of spontaneously combusting right now as we speak so Skymuster the the Skymuster too close to Skynet too Too, close too close first year arts student needs to check this stuff well so apparently some kids in the outback named it so that they actually, they actually, who actually, are those kids working yeah, for? <laughs> I don't know who those kids some are. Little, some little, like, impervious to pain kids with solid green eyes just named it and then disappeared into the Into, ether. like, a shrub of corn. <laughs> <laughs> what I think is cool about this is that it was, re- it was launched from uh, French Guiana in South America, mm. and the countdown was all in French, and you had, it was like a scene out of the, out of like, the Olympic bid. All the NBN executives were there with their, with their families and their kids holding Australian flags, but everyone else around them was just speaking French. Oh, I just oh well, were we really confused as to what the numbers were? We couldn't, we couldn't tell where we were at. Oh, what's Sink? What's Sink again? They got the dictionary out. Sink. Oh, shit. And then it just blasts and ruins everybody's day. I just want to know, like, why, why don't we have enough power in Australia? We have all this space. Why don't we have enough power to launch a satellite on our own? Um, there's a very boring reason that's to do with equators, but more importantly... Oh, right, okay, yeah. right. Right. Um, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, James Cole, you're a fucking expert on this. Why? Thanks, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, I'm here to kill the fun. Well, why isn't there like a, a Cape York um, Peninsula you just, spaceport? You just get more speed the closer you are to the equator. You're fighting against fewer other elements. See, this is why right. I'm scared of space. Yeah, and also the reason why you have to be in somewhere where English isn't the primary language is there is a, a deep, dark rule in our constitution that when Australia launches a satellite, we have to say, fuck off, we're full, just before blast off. <laughs> And that way, no one be able to hear it. I know, or understand it in French. In space, in, no in, one in can French. hear you're a racist. Yeah. Hang on, so let me ask you this: Why is like the warmer rocket range where we do all of our space shit so far away from the equator? Why is that? Why is that base there? Ah, oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. oh thank God! <laughs> I was starting to wonder why do you know so much about rockets and equators? I am not planning anything. Yeah. <laughs> Asia. Hmm. <coughs>
I bet you guys November 25th will be a great day. Yeah, it's uh, like, go on holiday that day. top. décollage. I don't know if you saw this, but Edward Snowden this week joined Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've was, already tweeted at him. There was, uh, what, did you, what did you write that to him? I uh, love you. <laughs> that was essentially a go-go song. I think I did too. I think I wrote something like, oh, welcome... Ed Dog or something really ter- terrible oh, and Did ghost? you immediately I, regret that? Was I did, like, yeah. God, why don't you say I asked him um, not to tell me what happens in the next season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, I did get bodied by uh, Philip Ruddock this week. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Explain <laughs> what happened here. Now, you asked um, Philip Ruddock if you could call him... I was very respectful R- about Rudd it. Dog? A uh, big dog. Big uh, dog. <laughs> I was like, okay. Mr. Ruddock, may I call you Big Dog? And he just replied, Philip Ruddock. <laughs> Is fair enough. <laughs> the father of the house. I, where were you that you happened to w- run into Philip Ruddock? No, this was through. He's a Twitter fiend. Ah, oh, this is on Twitter. He loves a Twitter right, sledge. Right, right, right. I thought well, you just ran into him like Manly Beach. <laughs> and just be like, like I'm hey. calling you Big Dog. No. Speaking of Philip Ruddock, I'm in Philip Ruddock's electorate right now. I'm staying with my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the leafy suburbs of Beecroft. And I saw this picture just around the corner from his offices in on Beecroft Road. This is a sign that is on a pole in Beecroft, in Sydney, where people spend good money on education. The sign says, look up, treason in the sky, (laughs) geoengineering, climate change, chemtrails, dumping poison from planes. Contact your local member. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's treason in the sky. I don't know if anyone has contacted Philip Ruddock about this. Do you, oh. What would you think Philip Ruddock's response would be if I contacted him with this picture? I think he would reply Philip Ruddock to my, <laughs> my experience. He's like almost like a Steve Holt yeah, like, exactly. type, type vibe. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I, I feel so compelled by this. I feel like I need to go to Officeworks right now and make up a sign of my own that says, Look up! Your textbook on condensation. <laughs> I would I would love if just above this there was a missing bird poster. So the first thing you see <laughs> is our bird is missing. Please help us find this bird. The second thing you see is treason in the sky yeah, at Birds with ISIS. <laughs> Birds. It's building a nest. <laughs> what about what about if we made a sign and put it put it up next to it, like on the next pile, saying there is no such thing as chemtrails, courtesy of the Australian government. You know, just like <laughs> chemtrails do not exist. Like, like it's like instantly refuting the fact. But next time you're worried about chemtrails, take a deep breath, then another, then another, until your fears are abated. <laughs> I think I think it's great. I think I don't understand how chemtrails has become such a culturally acceptable fear in Australia because America it's yeah. huge. When but did it here back in? I used to think you know we're a little bit smarter than Americans, but the idea that this is in suburban Sydney. No, Dan, we're not smarter than Americans. No, we're heaps dumb. <laughs> we're like a block of bricks, oh, mate. God, it is. It just hurt, it like it hurt when I saw it. I saw it and I was genuinely offended. For my suburb. <laughs> What's making me scared this week is uh, is Pope Francis, not specifically Pope Francis, but Pope Francis met with Kim Davis. Kim Davis is the conservative um, Christian who refused to give out uh, uh, marriage certificates to gay people in Kentucky. Now, what doesn't really that doesn't really scare me too much. I don't care that you know the Pope met her, but what I find fascinating is the dialogue around this. So, you on one hand, for one, in one hand, you've got progressives 
raging on about the Pope, how great the Pope is. This Pope is great because um, he's kind of soft on homosexual kind of ideas and he's kind of pro-climate change and is trying to do this. And then, he, then, then you've got conservatives whinging that he met with Kim Davis uh, and they're saying, oh, how dare the Pope do this? It, it, kind, of, it kind of baffles me that, yes, the, I don't think these people realise, left, lefties don't realise that the Pope is running a 2,000-year-old organisation well, that yeah. is trying to change really slowly. The Pope, the Pope can't shift doctrine because it causes fractures in the church or he can shift emphasis. But also, meeting with Kim Davis, I don't think, is an endorsement of Kim Davis. Like, no, it, it's almost like licking her wounds, going, oh, so, yeah, sorry, you know, good on you for fighting he, the fight. He hung know. out with quite, like, he, he went to quite a few prisons. And, so, and, like, you know what, like, to be honest, the, Kim Davis can eat shit, like, but, like, <laughs> All right. that doesn't mean the Pope has to agree with me on that. Like, we're putting a lot on his shoulders. We're expecting him to read a lot more of Tumblr than he has time to. <laughs> He's doing very true. well for what is the head of the Catholic Church, but you need to set the bar pretty low because he's wearing a Cossack. You know, sometimes I just think that it must be hard being a Pope. <laughs> you know? It's got a high and fatality it's rate. It's got a high fatality for started rate. Wearing, Nobody likes you. And you're wearing white you're all wearing the time. You're wearing white all the time, and that after is prone Labor to, after Labor Day. You're prone to spelling shit. Oh, People first day I get sauce all over it. You gotta learn all these languages, and you live in this just in the worst part of Rome. And you have Rome. to hide a bit the you knowledge know? about aliens, and it's all. To, well, that's that's another thing. But yeah, you can't mention so that think... Jesus was black. It's all this stuff. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> he told me that in confidence. <laughs> you know, I think that we've got to go a little bit easy on uh, on on Francis. I know, Frank. but I, what Frankie I'm, baby. Frankie. What really what really annoys me is just like how people can turn so easily uh, from you know celebrating the Pope to hating the Pope just on the basis of of him kind of showing empathy to a lot of people even though those people don't they don't necessarily agree with. I think that I think this is really I'm not really annoyed I'm not annoyed at the Pope. I'm not annoyed at Kim Davis. I'm annoyed at people who are hating on the Pope for for oh, in, for hanging out with Kim Davis. You're annoyed at people. I'm annoyed at people. I think it falls into like I think it's an understandable thing to see this and be like Pope you mother I thought you were with cuz it's like when <laughs> yeah, you see yeah, yeah. like it's like when you see your mate in, like you're in high school yeah, and you yeah. see your yeah. mate chatting with the guy who's a dick to you. You're like, oh, but come on, don't you know this yeah. relationship? Yeah, but what people don't realise is that Jesus would talk to everyone. Jesus was trying to be like everyone's mate. I'm pretty mate. sure there's like some people that Jesus didn't talk to. Yeah. Some people. If you well, look back into the, the New Testament, there was people that he didn't like. Yeah. I uh, can't he, think of them right now, but I'm sure that they American Indians didn't talk to any American Indians. Zero as far as the Bible's yeah. concerned. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Aboriginal people, Asians. Film. Yeah, yeah Buddhists. Got real chatty on the cross. Yeah. Re- oh, once yeah, he, once yeah. he got there, he's like, all right, well, if we're here now for a little while. Yeah, I mean, Romans, he, he was, you know, conversing with them daily. Yeah. 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 Um, Took your bloody ear off that cross. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get, can't get a sip in. Can't get a word. You try and tell him a story, and oh, oh, I actually went to, yeah, I know. I know everything, so I know your story. Well, and fuck you, dude. What's more interesting, you went fishing. That's great. I made fish of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I thought I'd show you this. This is great. This comes from Media Matters for America. These are conservatives ranting against the Pope. Now, normally we'd consider conservatives in massive favour of the head of the Catholic Church, but sometimes uh, they don't have to have that opinion. Will Francis and Barack reshape the world by taxing the rich, taxing fossil fuels and redistributing the wealth? That's exactly what they're trying to do. He talks about the horror of capitalism. He's anti-trickle-down economics. He supports the Iranian deal. His job is to get souls into heaven, period. 
His job is not to tell governments how to spend money. This is just pure Marxism coming out of the mouth of the Pope. There's no such unfettered capitalism that doesn't exist anywhere. Essentially talking about the greed of America. Is this an anti-capitalist Pope? The Pope sounds like he is against capitalism. He has a Marxist background. This Pope is a world government promoting, anti-gun, global government carbon tax guy, and it's sick. The same people who gave us Obama gave us this Pope. Do you think he's going to get political at all and talk about America's worship of money and uh, our green energy and talk about global warming? The most uh, dangerous person on the planet is somebody who's seeking strange new respect from their adversaries. And that is what the Pope is doing. We are not bamboozled by a clean white outfit and a huge cross. I've asked the Pope's people if I could put together a team of people that could actually teach the Pope. He comes out of a Latin American strand of Catholicism that is frankly sort of anti-capitalist and anti-bourgeois. Go visit the Pope and say, this is what capitalism is. We're not buying this big lie. He is a Malthusian. Does this Pope understand America? The Pope is saying we have to give and give and give, the rich. We have to give and give and give until we're all poor. I think what's funny about that is that all these conservatives are saying really strangely Christian ideals I, I, and, and hating on them. <laughs> I, I would pay so much money to see the scene of Glenn Beck in a private meeting with the Pope explaining capitalism. Because <laughs> yeah. I imagine it's, it's Glenn Beck just fucking a poor person <laughs> while saying to the Pope, do you understand? This is what capitalism is. And I, think, and I think the Catholic Church understands what capitalism is. They have their people that go to church every day, put money in they're, the, they're in the plate. Have you seen the Vatican? They own half of Rome. So, you know, it's one of those things. When it, when it comes to capitalism, they've got it down pat. They didn't pay any tax, just like all the best capitalists. Yeah. Jesus just showed up. Just showed up with a bunch of fish and bread like he didn't care about supply and demand economics. He didn't care what it did to our bakers, yep. our boys on the bread, that working every down. morning. To Jesus' credit, I mean, he was operating just like a startup. He got in there. He realized that prayer wasn't on the menu for that day. He pivoted to, to bread and he fish. He was disruptive as shit. And he knew how to scale. He took five <laughs> barley loaves and three fish and fed 10,000 people. It's like just, Uber, like, but for salvation. It's like Uber salvation. Yeah. Uh, James, James... <laughs> Airbnb into the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> James Colley, what are you going to be scared about next week? Uh, the prospect of Prime Minister Wyatt Roy, who is, and I cannot overstate this, will be half cyborg at that point once the war is over <laughs> and he is the one true king of Earth. I thought he was already half cyborg. Well, he's like a third now. He's got like one leg that is robotic <laughs> and he, will new, he has a pneumatic <laughs> kick. That if you're ever around and like Ian McDonald gets out of line, he will just boot him across the party room. <laughs> Jan Fran, what are you scared about next week? Um, I'm gonna have to say ISIS and space, the two constants. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can feel that just I can feel the fear seeping into me already. God, imagine like ISIS gets a satellite and every member of the US military are assigned a rake and a ladder to try and get him back down. <laughs> No, they'll have to like tie, like string a bunch of rakes together <laughs> yeah. to get like a really tall rake. Come get on, it, Tyler. get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if you've got any comments on chemtrails or you've got a comment for us, leave us a message on iTunes, uh, connect with us on uh, Pocket Casts or Omni. And if you believe uh, we are incorrect at all on chemtrails and they are a real threat, please just at JanFran on Twitter <laughs> and just explain to her chemtrails and the real issue they are. And if you, if you have time, Bitcoin. Oh, good one.
And there's, there's a clear reason why the feed hasn't done a story on chemtrails yet. Because they're too real. <laughs> and we're too scared. <laughs> Talk about losing weight. On the pad, Arian 5 was 774 tons, roughly. We're now down to 180 tons. And in the rocket business, when you get lighter, you go a lot faster. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.